keep thinking about Lally Brock. You want to go back to Scotland? Aye. I made a promise to my sister. I'd bring young Ian back to her. With the war, if he is to go back, it must be now. That was from Outlander Season 7. On this episode of Why Watch That. Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. At the start of this penultimate season, things pick up right where they left off in season six. Claire Fraser, played by Katrina Balfe, has been hauled away to stand trial for offing the daughter of Tom Christie, played by Mark Lewis Jones. After all, anyone who applies the techniques that she mastered in a completely different time would be seen as a witch at best, possibly the devil incarnate at worst. It is the 18th century after all, and the good folk of North Carolina aren't afraid to make you swing but it's her primary tormentor who just might pay the price. I know my nephew, the Indian you tormented. We'll be paying your man a wee visit. His Cherokee acquaintances will be giving him a helping hand too. You're a good man. A moral man. I'm also a violent man. Any goodness that prevails in me is because of my wife. You try to take her from me. So those chilling words are courtesy of Claire's hubby, Jamie, played by Sam Hewen. As Claire bides her time in jail, he and his aforementioned nephew, young Ian, played by John Bell, race to the rescue. Let's go get my wife. But when they finally reach the jail, in typical Outlander fashion, they find that they're too late. Where has Claire gone? Well, the answer lies with Governor Martin, played by Eugene O'Hare, the man in charge of the colony. He needs Claire for a particular reason, so he summoned her to his boat. And that's where Jamie eventually finds her. Do you wish to come aboard, sir? Aye, I do. By whose authority? I am a former Indian agent, the governor's employee and acquaintance of Lord John Grey. But all of that is complicated by the first flourishes of the American Revolution. And while the Frasers have tried to hedge their bets, the representatives of the British Crown now demand their allegiance, which simply adds yet another complication. But Tom is still nearby, and he reveals why he's ensured Claire's safety along the road to her judgment. What else does he have up his sleeve? I have wasted all my life in search of enough. In hope of a thing I could not name, but I knew must exist. I love you. Mm-hmm. And while that's happening, there's also Claire and Jamie's daughter, Brianna, played by Sophie Skelton, and her husband, Roger, played by Richard Rankin. After following his wife back in time, Roger's had to adjust to a new role, ministering to the people. You traveled 200 years to be with Brie. It was not life you chose, but... You did not let that stop you becoming a husband and soldier, a man of honor. But with a new child on the way, Roger will have to balance all that with his family duties, and he and Bree don't always agree. For instance, when Roger chances upon someone quite controversial from Claire's past, the question is this, do they see eye to eye when it comes to helping a fellow traveler escape captivity and get back to where he belongs? How can I condemn him? As a man, or as a minister. But that little spat will be the least of their worries, 
because from there, things will only get more challenging as the revolution presses on. And while our time travelers know how it all will end, they're alone in that knowledge, so it might not spare them from the march of history. Just ask their old and conflicted friend, Lord John Gray, played by David Barry, who has this to say. Jamie, do you really think that anyone could oppose the crown and win? Well, the real question for Jamie, Claire, and their family is what will winning look like? Because winning will force them to leave the land they call home and make terrible decisions to survive. And they'll be forced to split apart. Plus, they'll encounter other friends and foes alike, including Lord John Gray's son, William Ransom, played by Charles Vandervart, the new Lord of Elsmere, who's itching for a fight. But what will Jamie, whom the young Lord is unknowingly connected to, think of that? Lieutenant Lord Elsmere, travel north and deliver these letters. I am no arrogant boy. I should be here, standing side by side with these men. Are you physician? He's been injured. Suppose I'll be seeing more of you. I suppose so. So while there's always reason for hope, for a family that has survived the unthinkable time and time again, it all might finally prove to be too much even for them to overcome, leaving them torn apart. You're not as brave as I was before you. I'm sorry for your loss. My loss. Battle is coming. You want to fight? Not for the ideal of freedom or liberty. For our family. If that isn't an ideal, I don't know what is. All right, Outlander. We're going into season seven. Before we get into this episode, you thought it was Snowpiercer, so don't even. I did. Listen, I did. Well, listen. I don't know why. Whenever I think of Outlander, I think of Snowpiercer. I do not know why. (laughs) No one knows why. (laughs) (laughs) No idea. (laughs) Like, share, subscribe, comment. Uh, Yeah. After that, please. Oh gosh! If you have been watching Outlander and don't confuse it with um, no, no one will. Sir, don't worry. <laughs> know that you could get the first half of the uh, season is available now on Stars, right? And then the rest of it's going to be well, available. it's ongoing. The first, yeah, the first, yeah. first half of season seven is ongoing now. Yeah. At the time of recording, the first two episodes from part one of season seven are available got it yes and then part two of season seven will get to us sometime in early 2024 um and they are going to have season eight it's already been renewed if you haven't heard um but it's the final it's the final yeah um yeah but they have spinoffs in the works so Mm -hmm. now producer have you seen even one second outside of that plot summary of outlander no Mm -mm. now what would make you want to watch it? Honestly, probably just war stuff. Like, I mean, my, I, I, I can dig a war story. So, like, yeah, I don't know. There's some interesting people going on some journey to battle somebody. There's somebody left behind that they're in love with and just kind of, you know, deciding if, if I'm really doing this for good and saving my fam it doesn't make sense why are we doing it so like that would at least you know if i was somewhere when someone was like oh i'm watching outland and the episode was about that like focused around that i'd be cool well the show is kind of focused on that so you kind of (laughs) put your finger on it because it while there is time travel of course claire goes from i think the 40s at the start back to whenever it is 18th century Uh um 
the time travel is just a device. So you have those time periods. But she and then Jamie, they always find themselves in some sort of battle. Always. So that's always a part of it. There's some sort of battle or war going on that they're, if they're not in it, they're about to be in it. And they're going to be torn apart. There's somebody who's going to pop in. It's going to be a villain. And, you know, someone you don't expect possibly, or they flip the villain, turn him into a good guy like they did with Tom Christie. What was that about? You know, so that's the thing, because, of course, it is based on Diana Gabaldon's book series. And unlike Game of Thrones, they're not ahead of her books. Mm. Thing. So, you know, the reins are still on these horses. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The books aren't bad. And I'm not a romance novel person. I mean, definitely not. <laughs> Sometimes if I read the books, I'll skip through the <laughs> I'll just skip and go to the stuff I want in there. But she's she's a good writer. She really is. And she's crafted a really good world that they do a good job of putting on the screen. Now, what I would tell you, producer, and anyone who hasn't started Outlander, the first season is probably the worst. And it's not bad. It's good. There, When you first started, there's certain moments when you go, oh, this is a lull. We need to pick it up. So if you're going to start it and you're interested in it, just be patient and please steal yourselves. If you've never seen Outlander, it can get really brutal. More brutal than you're probably imagining for a TV show. Like where you're going, I don't even want to see this. I don't want to hear it. I can't even believe I survived watching some of this stuff. So, you know, just thinking about the whole up to season seven, like what's happened to Jamie and Claire separately together. And because of, of course, at first she finds herself, you know, hundreds of years before her time, doesn't know it. Like 200 years goes back in time through these stones without knowing how she did it. So imagine you get into that situation. You're now in a completely different environment. And you can imagine what they do to her. And then what happens to Jamie? And she's married in her time. How she end up with Jamie? Hmm? And what happens if you love more than one person separated by hundreds of years? What are you going to do? Hmm. And they complicate that with her husband in the 20th century. How does he connect to the time she's in when she goes back? And then, you know, it's always somebody's always somewhere where they're not supposed to be. They either in the past and they need to get back to the present or they're in the present and they need to get back to the past. And it's going to happen again this season if you don't know what's coming. It's going to happen. They get split up. Somebody's in the present. Somebody's in the past. The American Revolution is on. So there you go, producer, with your battle. You can't get a bigger one than that. And the great thing is they're Brits. They know what's going to happen. Right? So, okay, it's like, well, how can I maneuver my way around this? You can't. And that's what Lord John Gray was trying to say. He don't know nothing about them being time travelers. He doesn't know. That's why he's like, what are you talking about? You think you don't know, Lord John Gray, what's coming? And then we'll even have Benedict Arnold 
in this season. <laughs> I mean, they dealt with slavery even because you got to think about that. Like, yeah. okay, if we're leading up to this time in American history, what they dealt with that in previous seasons, you'll see. You'll see how. So, I, you know, that's what I'm just saying to you, producer, anybody who hasn't started watching it. They don't shy away from some of the questions you would obviously have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think in season seven, they still know who they are. They know what their audience wants and they give it to them. Right from the start, episode one, I felt like I was back in their world. Sing me a song of a last that is gone. Yes. It had the sweep, it had the right pacing. It was smooth. And I was like, you can tell it comes from a book, but in the best way possible. But this show is not perfect. They always have a little hiccup. Like the last season, there was one episode where I was like, I didn't need it. Just one. The rest of them I really enjoyed. Episode two, with Tom Christie's son, you know, when Claire was like, you know, uh, I'm sorry for your loss. It's Outlander, so we know something crazy is going to happen. It did, but it didn't work in this case. And I've never really said that about them, where something really harsh and nasty didn't work. I thought it was just way over the top. They crossed the line just a bit in execution. It was melodramatic instead of gripping and alarming. I was like, really? Dude, ugh. If I'm going to learn this, you got to make it worth it. it. I almost was thinking of in the Lord of the Rings when Bilbo <laughs> reaches for the ring when Frodo has it hanging, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Goes, ah! But uh-huh. see, that worked. Here, I was just like, oh, like I would rather see that than what I saw there. Mm. Let Smeagol slink in from in Outlander <laughs> <laughs> and, and give us a Smeagol Gollum mashup. Anyway, I'm so you know they always have an occasional hiccup, but it's fine. You get through it, and overall, it's a very good show, especially if you like. Anything about history, anything like you said, producer, romance, of course, but it's not just romance. It really is not just that. And I think that Katrina and Sam are perfect anchors. They keep it going. And notably behind the scenes, the same producers are there. The same ones. Uh, So, you know, and you'll even see it when they when they talk after the episode. It's the same two producers. That is key. So they're keeping it. They're they're keeping things humming here, but just know that it's never going to settle for this show. Never. You mentioned what's happening in the future. They're about to wrap this completely up. I mean, the question is, we know they are going to die. I mean, hello, we know that. I mean, by the time we get to Claire's time, anyway, Jamie is long gone. So we know that. The question is. How satisfying of an end is it going to be for everybody here? And what's their legacy? I'll be interested in season eight when we get there to see if I make it. Because I will stop a show if it stops on me. But if I make it, it would be interesting to see how they uh, set up their futures beyond them. Um, Yeah. So this is the kind of show that always surprises me that I like watching it. Um, And... I just think they succeed on what they need to do. So with that said, producer, are you willing in your busy life to just take a moment 
to see if Outlander works for you. Maybe. Maybe I'll start at season two since you said one was the... No, you can't start at season two, though. I'm glad you said that. You can't do that. You can't watch this out of order. You can't. Oh, yeah, okay. no, you got to pay attention. You got to know who's whom and where they're going mm-hmm. and why they got mm-hmm. here. And yeah, because otherwise you'll be like, I have no idea what this is. What's going on? Uh-huh. Why are they chasing this one woman? I'm not, everybody knows from the beginning who that woman is. Why are they chasing her? Was this big deal? Yeah, you've got to watch it. And you All do right. have to, unfortunately, for you. <laughs> pay attention. Pay attention. <laughs> I mean, it sounds interesting enough to give it an episode. Yeah. Yeah. I I would agree with that. Okay. There we go with Outlander. (laughs) Sing us a song, everybody, (laughs) of whatever lass or lad you want that is gone. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at WhyWatchThat and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.